Money FM 89.3. Best of the evening runway. Culture Club. Money FM 89.3. It is the evening runway. I'm Elliot Danker. It's time now for Culture Club. Let's talk about the fashion world. It's constantly evolving tapestry of influences, inspiration. South Asian clothing has taken center stage at the South Asian New York Fashion Week in September. It serves as a testament to how styles from South Asian subcontinents are both shaping and embracing current global fashion trends. I mean, textiles, patterns, silhouettes, South Asian fashion has been... Such a significant presence in the industry for centuries. It's inspired so many designers worldwide. And if you think about it, it's really down to that rich heritage that it brings, right? So what about its presence here in Singapore? Well, today we're putting the spotlight on an entrepreneur who's bringing the best of Indian designers to Singapore and Southeast Asia. In the studio with me this evening is Samir Khan, who's the founder of Studio Melange. Samir, welcome to the studio. Hi, Elliot. Thank you for having me here. Now, I must know the backstory because you started this as a bit of a passion project back in 2015. You used to be in marketing. Uh, you used to work in the hospitality industry. What happened there? So actually, my love for fashion goes way back to my much younger years. After I finished my grade 12, I wanted to be a designer, go, go to a fashion school and study. Life had different plans. Parents were not that supportive of the idea at that point of time. Mm. So ended up kind of doing different things with my career. And I worked in the corporate hospitality yeah. space for about eight years. And when we moved to Singapore, I wanted to kind of deep dive into doing something more fun okay. and connect back to my passion. And I realized that there was a huge gap here yeah. in Singapore and came up with Melange back yeah. in 2015. So, what were some of the challenges that, that came along with building a Studio Melange? Back then when I came up with this idea, mm. my first big challenge at that time was that how do I get all these wonderful brands that I want to work with and I believe in and mm-hmm. I follow to work with me? Okay. And I had no, as you say, people who I knew in the industry who would basically connect me and, you know, kind of get get Belange on board to Mm. kind of promote them here. So I kicked off my journey by doing a lot of groundwork in Intel and and, uh, attended a few fashion weeks. And that time I was introduced to the editor of Vogue India, a lady called Priya Tanna. And I just happened to you know, present what I wanted to do with Melange mm-hmm. in Singapore and in the region. And I think somehow she loved the idea yeah. and she connected me with my first big Indian designer in those days. Very nice. So from there on, one show led to another, one door led to another. And here we are seven years later, we are a full-fledged e-commerce platform. Yeah. We end up doing about eight to nine pop-ups a year in yeah. Singapore. We've taken the Melange pop-up to Jakarta and Hong Kong as well. Mm. And we've recently opened our own studio. So, Mm. um, yeah, so seven years later, we're super excited. You got a feeling that PR background kind of helps. It builds that resilience, that ability. You're you're not shy to talk to people. I think the hospitality background and my MBA in marketing kind of built that for me. The training with hospitality truly, you know, gives you that confidence Mm that you need to be able to approach situations like this because mm. I literally had no one and I said, you know what, I've got to do this, I'm going to do this myself. Okay. I've always been a people's person, never been shy, so yeah. I think that helps a little bit. <laughs> and yeah. Tell us a little bit about the clientele right now. Who are your clients? 
So in Singapore, we've pretty much tapped into the South Asian diaspora here. We've got a great mix back of Indian expats, oh, okay. Singapore Indians yep. Who, yep. Who, who never go back home, who are uh, Singapore families. We've also got a great mix of clientele, which are Singaporean Chinese. Hmm. So... The fact that Indian fashion today has such a global appeal and the evolution of Indian fashion has made it so much more wearable. Mm. I think this transformative journey just kind of gave me a lot more confidence of being the ambassador for this fashion in this part of the world yeah. and, and be the voice. Right. So we've got a great mix. Uh, we also have uh, the Caucasian community that mm. appreciates this kind of artisanship and craftsmanship. So by the end of the day, I think people who value and who've got a great eye yeah. for quality yes. and craftsmanship, yes. I think those are our clientele. And we are continuously working to be able to get our voice out there amongst a more global audience through our uh, e-commerce efforts. Yeah. Is it easy in Singapore because it's so diverse as far as races are concerned? We're so exposed to different cultures? In the beginning, I would say there was a little bit of a mental block here. When we started out, people really thought Indian fashion is very much got to do with... A lot of layers. uh, Layers (laughs) and a whole traditional aspect to it, right? right? Only if there is a wedding... Or if there is Diwali, will mm, I need mm, an outfit mm. like this? But the transformative journey of Indian fashion and how it seamlessly blends tradition and modern yeah. modernity, I think has made it more accessible and useful. You have things from a desk to dinner look. You have things from you want to wear something for your special birthday sure. or you want to wear it for a gala or you want to wear it for a wedding. We, we kind of cover all spectrum right. out here. And the goal of Melange has been to bring that kind of fashion accessible Mm. to the community here and take it beyond outside of Singapore to international markets through our e-commerce efforts. Okay. What are you guys doing on the the weddings front? I understand there's some wedding styling services of sorts. Well, yeah. So we we kicked off a wedding intruso styling service space back during COVID. Okay, okay. We discovered that our clientele needed this kind of support because people were not able to go back to India. Mm. Alternatively, there were people here where the parents are living in Singapore, but the child studying in New York or London and getting married to somebody in that part of the world. So we've kind of helped people connect their dots in terms of being able to give them a a very seamless service proposition okay. wherein we we kind of identify you know what their needs are we kind of present to them different options connect the stylists and the designers with them everything from researching to the right outfit to be able to give them options of swatches and even muslin fits on ground mm. in Singapore and doing the whole coordination with the designer and their teams, we take care of that. So we started this off during COVID and it yeah. had a huge response because one of the things was that people weren't able to go back to India. That yeah. is one segment. Yeah. But then there is another segment where people don't want to go back to India mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they want the service at their doorstep here. Okay. So we we still kind of cater to the segment. We If we are not catering to a bride or a groom, we're actually catering to the members of the family. Right, right. Where the mother or the father need mm-hmm. clothes, the, tru- the trousseau needs a lot of stuff, our sister of the bride, yeah. things like that. So we're doing all of that from here. And I think the way wow. digital marketing has evolved, yes. it also kind of helps us a lot, right, in yeah. this space where we're able to access all that info digitally and be able to present things virtually. Yeah. So. yeah. I know you touched on this a little bit. I want to dive into it a little bit more. Your thoughts on, and, and help describe this to us, really. I mean, what is this idea of, modern 
Indian designer wear. I'm imagining embroidery, functional, stylish, a lot of gold, very nice, one of my favorite colors. Am I on track? Help me out here. So modern Indian designer wear is actually a great blend of East meets West. Okay. It could be a Western silhouette with some drape on it. Okay. Of course, the embroidery is some concept of handwork is actually an integral element of, of course, Indian craftsmanship. Yeah, yeah. So that does come with it because that really adds yes. to the whole look and feel of the outfit. Okay. So it's blending your Western cuts with drapes and Indian embroideries that give you this very modern Indian look. Mm. For example, today, if you look at a sari, mm. a sari is a very traditional style of wearing it, right? Yeah. But today, yeah. the word sari and the outfit sari has evolved over a period of time. Now, the drapes of saris come in the form of an easy-to-wear fitted skirt where you ha- it's a two-piece still by the end of the day, but the drape is attached to it and it ends up becoming a long skirt that you just wear it. Okay. So it, it is a very modern Indian drape. So okay. we, all those options are available. Things like jumpsuits. Yeah. Jumpsuits are very Western aesthetic, but with embroideries, craftsmanship, yeah. oh, wow. plus giving the jumpsuit a drape actually gives you that very modern Indian vibe. Very function meets fashion Exactly. As well, right? It's very wow. function meets fashion and also something different. You yeah. want to be... You want to be wearing something different that kind of speaks about your unique style. Mm. It kind of gives you a lot of confidence and empowers you. That point, confidence, does it take... I mean, obviously I'm not Indian, but there is... I I have seen a lot and and I've got a fascination to to the culture and the fashion as well. Does it take a sense of confidence and, and, and like I've got to be someone that loves my fashion? Therefore, I dare to take on modern Indian fashion. Or, I don't know, have you had to convince people to give it a try? Clients who are very experimental, it's okay, very easy okay. to convince. Okay. But I think give pe- giving people a vision of right. what it can look like mm. has been successful. Mm-mm-mm. So today, I mean, let's ask you, like today if you're having a bad day, and what will kind of cheer you up? Or, colors. Or colors will cheer you yeah. up, right? So, well, the bright green that bright, you're wearing, it's very nice, very refreshing. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, there is always something in our senses right. that kind of, it requires a li- the kind of upliftment, right? Okay. So just educating our clientele and educating everybody around us that... This is not only Indian fashion. Indian fashion is transformatively changed so much. And being able to give that kind of feedback and Mm -hmm. vision Mm -hmm. to people, I think has been been a great ground for us. Just And today there's a huge take on repurpose, right? Sustainability. Sustainability, yeah. The the way of fashion contribution to sustainability apart from the way they make the garments, the sector is also about how can you restyle, re-love, repurpose it. So quality is important so that the garment gives you timelessness. Mm -hmm. It gives you variability for different occasions. It doesn't have to be variability for one particular thing. Mm -hmm. So the goal is to be able to tap onto all of these things that customers think and it's not about sitting with one piece and then not being able to wear it again, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's it's modern Indian wear is is about wearability today and it's about I can repurpose this in four different occasions, for example. Do you see Studio Melange as as an education of fashion as well? Yes, it is definitely an education of fashion. It's creating that brand awareness. It's an interactive space where people can come and feel themselves, feel empowered, uh, authentically be mm. themselves and explore and have fun with fashion. And, and on that, how important is social media in the landscape of fashion? I mean, I had a conversation earlier on about how audience attention has shifted people like short form videos 
now. People learn fashion also through social media. I mean, if I were to see, and the only reason I could describe what I did was because I saw a short clip, you know, on, on Instagram. What are your thoughts on this? I think the digitalization and all of this has contributed hugely. Social media does contribute hugely I think in this space because people just have access to seeing a lot of content out there but what ends up happening is that sometimes some of the content you see is really not true in its Mm. sense when you actually receive it so when we also do a selection of the brands we work with the fact that I attend these fashion weeks and I'm actually spending time and understanding not only the brand aesthetic from the forefront, but behind the scenes, mm. I'm able to see the workshops, I'm able to see what kind of work happens, what is the quality going in. Mm-hmm. We're able to represent these brands for their authenticity and for their creativity and innovation. Yeah. So I think it's very important for customers to, and even somebody like me, to be able to understand the story yeah. and what is the actual thing. So yes, while social media is creating awareness, but I think people have to be smart in terms of identifying yeah. Yeah. what is truly authentic yeah. through this process credibility, so and important. the credibility. Yeah. I think that's really, really important because we get lost. We get attracted yeah. and then we get carried away, right? Yeah. So how do you define the line? Yeah. And I think our customers love that they can trust us yeah. at Melange. And I think that brings huge credibility to the brand because they feel that we've done our due diligence yeah. and we're not just going to bring a brand just like that. Yeah. Just a final point. What's next for Melange? Any plans for 2024 that you can share? Well, the year is Touchwood ended very well with (laughs) lots happened with our pop-ups and um, we have our last pop-up of the year, which is next week on December 6th, happening at Design Orchard. But 2024, we want to go full throttle into being able to bring more new creations and curations. We want to be aggressively focusing our e-commerce efforts in growing international markets Mm. um, like the US, Australia, etc., And increasing more of our footprint in Singapore and in the region. So, yeah, I mean, I look forward to bring a lot more new creativity into the scene. And we will be launching something super exciting for our clients. But that's still under the wrap. So. <laughs> but right. as of now, yeah, yeah. But lots planned for 2024. Wow, it's going to be quite exciting. Well, I've been speaking with Samia Khan, who is the founder of Studio Melange. Thank you so much for coming by the studio today. Thank you, Elliot. Thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.